Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my shit out. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, and this is Coffee with Mark. You know, I uh, I went to uh, I went to yoga this morning. Okay, um, I've actually been doing yoga a lot lately. I um, probably at least four or five times a week for the past several weeks. But uh, my my intention is to eventually get back to doing yoga every single day. I want to make it a part of my daily routine. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but at one point, um, I. I I did yoga just about every single day for almost two years, um, and this is probably six, seven years ago now. Um, but it was the best. It was physically, it was the best I'd ever felt. Like it, I felt. I mean, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Like I was doing a lot back then. I was meditating. I was journaling. I was. Do, I was doing everything that I possibly could, you know, um, to just explore. Like it was. It was it was personal exploration, and I was trying to um, really just explore these these different approaches to to finding peace and and happiness and finding yourself and um, and yoga was one of those things that I just you know I decided to explore. I decided to try it one day, and I didn't have a teacher. This is while I was still in prison. I didn't have a teacher. Um, you know, I'd never done it before, and so I really was starting from scratch. I had a book, and I taught myself how to do yoga um, out of this book. And, and it was crazy because even, I mean, every single one of those days for, you know, almost two years, I did the exact same yoga routine. Um, I just I just kept adding on to it. But every single day I would start with like 10 sun salutation A and then 10 sun salutation B. And then I would go into a series of, of standing, uh, like a sequence of, of standing moves. Um, and then eventually I progressed further and I had a sequence of, um, of like seated position, you know, seated, seated movements. Right. Um, but every day, I mean, my routine never changed. And so I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised like now, um, having experienced yoga in the way that I've experienced it, uh, you know, in a studio with a teacher who kind of leads you through a, a different program or a different uh, sequence, if you will, every single time you come into the class, like that's, I guess, how how yoga and how vinyasa and how flowing really is is supposed to be. You're supposed to just flow. You're supposed to, you know, explore. Um, and I was when I did it, you know, unbeknownst uh, unbeknownst to me, um, you know, I just kept going through this exact same routine. And I guess it's not really, you know, sort of expression in yoga. Um, but, but regardless, okay, regardless, I had an overwhelmingly positive experience with yoga before and, and then it took me years, years and years and years to circle back to it. And I just, you know, we're, we're silly like that, you know, just human beings in general, we are so silly. We'll, we'll do something. We'll try something new. We'll explore and, 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 and it'll work out well, like it'll serve us well, okay, I did yoga every day for almost two years, and I felt amazing all around. I felt mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, I felt amazing at that time. And then for some reason, I deviated from the routine. Like I stopped, I stopped doing the things that led me to that place, that place that was, that was the best, the most, the greenest valley that I've ever been in. I, I stopped 
doing those things. I stopped walking that path and I chose a different path. And it's like, why do we do, why do we do that to ourselves? I just, I I can't wrap my mind around it. I'd like to think that I'm self-aware enough that I'm disciplined enough that I've done that I've I'm experienced enough to recognize when I'm on a path that's leading me in the right direction and to stay on the path. I'd like to think that I am, but the truth is I'm not. You know, the truth is I'm I'm just as fallible as any one of you guys are, you know? And so I I did. I I I did what we all do. Okay? I I came home from prison and of course I was excited to get back into the gym. I was excited to get to work, you know, all of these responsibilities and obligations and, and opportunities popped up. And I of course embraced them all and abandoned the routine that had led me to the space that I was in. And and I've talked about this before. This is honestly, this is not what I came on here to talk about, but it blows people's minds sometimes to hear that the best I'd ever felt, the best I ever was, like the sharpest, the most disciplined, the most mindful, the most uh, the, 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 the most patient, like the best version of me that I've ever seen um, was when I was in prison. It was. It was when I was in prison. And I came home from prison and I slowly regressed from where I was at. And it's not, to, I mean, I didn't regress far. I'm still happy with who I am today. But it, it's this ever lingering, you know, seed in my mind that I know there's a better version of me uh, available. Like I, I know that I'm not as good as I could be because I know that I'm not as good as I ever was. Like that's the truth. And, and so that, that's always in the back of my mind. Like, man, I have to get back to that place. And it's tough. It's tough because in prison, you know, and, and this is like n- not to paint the picture that prison is a good thing because it's not okay. This is the benefit, the cost far outweigh the benefit that I'm about to explain. But um, but in prison, you don't have much else to do with your time. Um, and I know that that sounds, that sounds crazy. And, and you might be wondering like, okay, well, why, well then why, why don't more guys come home from prison and turn their life around the way that you did? That's a great question. It's a great question. I don't, I don't know. I, I can tell you what most guys spend their time doing in prison. They spend their time gambling, watching TV, uh, work, exercising in the in in the yard or in the exercise you know facilities, um, and doing drugs. Okay, that's it. They they very 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 few guys, or, or I would assume it's the same for women, but very few people in prison actually choose to spend their time in a productive way. And I think it's just because it's a novel idea. It's something that that nobody else is doing. And it's something that you probably have never spent your time doing before. You've never probably really completely given yourself to personal development before. And these are a lot of times people that struggle with mental health issues, uh, depression, uh, low sense of self-esteem, self-worth. Like to to in their minds, they're worthless. You know, they're they're the the scum of the earth. They're the you know the the rejects of society and and they feel it you know that's how i felt when i was in there um and so it's really hard to motivate yourself or to inspire yourself to believe that you can actually be something and do something with your life and i'm not excusing it at all because obviously um you know i sort of forced the issue myself i wasn't i was not content sitting there being the scum of the earth and being the bottom of the barrel in society i decided that I was going to be somebody in life. I decided that I was going to use the opportunity that life or that God gave me 
um, and really just maximize all of my gifts and maximize my impact and, and live and enjoy this life the way that I think everybody ought to. That's what I decided and, and I've done it ever since. And so I'm not excusing those people, but but I am saying that I think I understand where they get stuck and why they never make that leap um, to, to use their time more productively. But anyway, you know, circling back, it's in prison, I didn't really have many other, like I didn't have obligations, I didn't have responsibilities, I didn't have a job, I didn't have a family to take care of, dog, I didn't have, I didn't have things that usurp my time. And so every single day I had almost all of the time that the day offered um, to spend working on myself. I, I would like literally wake up, um, I'd pray, I'd meditate, I'd journal, you know, I'd read, um, I'd journal some more, I might do yoga and, you know, go exercise and then journal some more and read some more. And like, like that was my day. And it's like, when you, when you have an opportunity to spend almost all of your time working on yourself, it's understandable that you find a really good version of yourself and you're able to show up. Um, and so now the challenge, the challenge that I'm, you know, forever facing is how can I find that same version of myself? How can I make time for those those things, those things that contributed so greatly um, to my mission, you know, and to the pursuit of, of, of a better or the best version of me. How can I, how can I make time in society, in a world where I do have a lot of responsibilities and I have a lot of day-to-day obligations? How can I make time for those things still um, so that I can, I can really enjoy the fruit of, of all of that hard work, right? Um, but yeah, people, people do generally speaking, people always find it unbelievable that I say, man, the best I ever felt, the best I ever was, um, even the happiest, I'm going to, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to say it's true. The happiest I ever was, you know, was, was during that period of time when I was just, man, I was just so mindful. I was just so grateful. I practiced gratitude Every day, all day, I constantly was talking to God. And when you're when you have a great relationship with God, with yourself, and you are constantly feeling overwhelmed with gratitude, okay, it doesn't matter where you are. Like it literally doesn't matter. You can be in prison, you could be in a third world country, you could be poor, you could be rich, you could be at school. It doesn't when you have a good relationship with God when you have a good relationship with yourself and when you practice actively practice gratitude all day okay it is impossible to not be overwhelmed with joy as well like you you're so content you're you're so happy and and so the happiest i ever was uh, was was during that same period. It was when I was in prison, which is it's just crazy to wrap my mind around. Even saying it now it's years later. Um, but anyway, so just recently, I decided to revisit yoga, okay? Um, now, partly it was out of necessity because I can't I can't exercise the way that I like to right now. Um, I'm not sure what's wrong with my groin, my hip flexors, like somewhere in that area. I could have a sports hernia. I could have like a, a, a tear or a strain in my groin, in my hip flexors, um, in the past year or so, like I've done so much running and then also so much heavy lifting. Running is really, really tough on your hip flexors. I've done a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of Olympic lifting, which is, you know, it, could, it, can, it can be really, really um, 
you know, just hard on your body in general, especially hips when you're doing a lot of cleans and a lot of snatches. Um, and so anyway, my hips are trashed, you know, and I decide I hate doctors. I hate the medical establishment. Like I will literally avoid the, if you ever see me in a hospital, like seriously, if you ever see me in a hospital, if you ever see me at the doctor's office, there is something seriously wrong because like I will do everything, everything I can to avoid going there. And so yoga um, recommitting to doing yoga uh, eventually every single day, but but regularly right now is a part of the solution, hopefully, to my hips and my hip flexors um, just returning. Like, I, I, like every day at yoga, they'll say, hey, you know, in the beginning, they say, take a moment and set your intention for this practice. And every time I say my intention is to restore pain-free movement, like I, I, I need to feel better. You know, I just want to get back to pain-free movement. And so right now I'm showing up every day and that is my intent. Um, but anyway, I was at yoga this morning and, and something that the instructor, um, said, which by the way, okay, now, sorry, my brain guys is like squirrel, you know? Um, and I just want to share everything with you guys. I just want to share life, you know, with you guys. And, and hopefully like just through me sharing, like you guys are inspired to, you know, to live, like to step up, like actually live, like live mindfully, live intentionally, be here and, and, and enjoy it, you know, like, like, why not? But I'm at yoga and, um, and over the course of the last several days, I like discovered this one yoga teacher, by the way, and, um, I left, first of all, she did an amazing job, like uh, amazing. There was, there's one teacher there who, more so than all of the other teachers that I've had an opportunity to follow through um, a practice, uh, this one woman is just incredible. Like it's just like 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 even the intangibles, the things that you can't really teach, like the tone of her voice, you know, the energy she shows up with, the pace, the pace of the class. Um, believe it or not, she goes much slower than the other teachers. And I, and I like it so much more. She, you know, and, and even like the cues, the verbal cues she gives you, she talks about like, um, like something that she says often is, is you're here to receive, not to, not to achieve, right? You're here to receive, not to achieve. So many people, they approach a task or an activity with the object of or the intention of achieving something. And, and you're not here to achieve anything. So take the pressure off yourself and just go through. Just allow for yourself to receive what this practice has to give you. And even just approaching it with a different perspective like that, it's just, for me, it's, it, it's part of the experience and it makes it better. It enhances it greatly. And then another thing is she'll, she'll say, like, and this is simple, but she'll say, remind you to let gravity do the work. Let gravity do the work when you're in a pose and you you know you feel your whole body tensing up you're resisting and you're you're trying to stretch and push and all the things and it's like hey man like 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 just just let gravity do the work and and again that's another one of those cues that stood out to me but anyway um so i i, I leave the class i have a good interaction with her i talk to her briefly after class um and then i leave and i search her i i like I don't know anything about her. The only thing that I know is that people call her Danny. Okay, so I leave and I search Danny Yoga on Instagram, right? Because I'm like a, a social media person. I live and operate on social pretty, um, I, I guess I could say. 
And so I search and what do you know? Like I literally find, I, li- I literally find, and it's one of the first people that pops up is her Instagram. And, and, and at first I couldn't believe it. Like I literally couldn't believe it. Like I'm like, I'm like looking and I'm like, there's no way this is her. So it's a, it's this page of this like yogi who does like all of these really like, I mean, awesome like photos and videos like her Instagram content is built around her practice and her passion which is yoga Um, I mean of course there's some other stuff on there too but there's like these professional grade photography videography of her doing yoga in these like beautiful places in like you know really kind of like I guess I would say I, I don't know if it's on unorthodox clothing for or outfits for yoga, but she's 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 wearing very minimal clothing, okay, and and she's in great shape. She she looks good, whatever. And it was just like you know she's one of those like Instagram yogis, okay. If you guys can can imagine to follow, right? And I'm like, there's no way, no way, this is her, you know. But it was, it was her. And I and I'm like looking at like every photo, just trying to look at her face and say like, is this really her? And then I saw the tattoos that she has, and I'm like, this is her. So I was like, well, how cool, how cool did I have like this like semi-famous, well-known yogi as uh, my yoga instructor, at least, you know, at least one day a week. Um, but anyway, it was just, that was, that was really cool. Um, and, I, and I, you know, I like making friends with people like that. Like, like not, it's not, not Instagram influencers, right? I like making friends with people who like allow their, almost their whole life, you know, their, but who allow their passions to seep into every area of their life like that that's it like I, I think there's something to be said about being a passion driven person like somebody who operates who follows their heart right let your heart lead let your passions lead because you, you'll be surprised at where life takes you and you'll be su- and, and and I promise you the life that you end up exploring um, is going to be so much more interesting and enjoyable than the life that you're currently living if you're not if you're not a passion driven person right but i i love as a general rule i love connecting with befriending people who let their heart lead right people who allow for their passions the things that they're most passionate about to 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 seep into every area of their life and that's what it looks like this woman is right like you know this is what she does as part-time work she teaches yoga, then it looks like she is truly passionate about this because she does yoga on her own. It looks like she has like a little studio at her house. Um, She even has gone so far as to hire a photographer, videographer to, you know, help her make even more art and inspire other people to become interested in the thing that she's interested in and passionate about. It's like, man, that's cool. You know, that's cool. It's if you if you looked took a deep dive into my life, and you could see my day-to-day and you could see my interactions and, and all these things, you would see that my passion is present all the time, all the time. And, uh, and I, I really do think that there's something to it. It, it, it creates an opportunity um, you know, for you to live and enjoy life in a, in a way that, that I think very few people do. And I wish more people did. Um, but anyway, okay, so this morning, the yoga teacher that I had, um, she is not the one that I was just talking about. I had this, uh, this different yoga teacher that I've never had her before. Um, and she gave a really interesting, or she made a really interesting remark um, at one point. And we were, we were getting into this pose, and, 
and she she gave us three modifications. She gave us three options. Like, hey, you can either you can either be here, you can either progress to this, or you can stay right here, right? And she gave us three, and then she said something powerful. She said, none of them is more intense than the other. Okay, it's just about you and your body and, and, and what's what's best for you right now, what's best for you today. And thinking about the first part of that, the hey, none of them are more intense than the other, I think I think this is something that we, um, we as humans, we not only have a hard time accepting, it's just like we, we refuse. We literally refuse. We actively reject this concept and and to our own detriment, because it leads to us being so hard on ourselves, okay? Like I think in a yoga class, you got a picture, right? You're, you're in there, you got, you know, let's say 10, 20 other people in there, and she gives these three options. We all know which one is the most advanced. We all know which one is the most, is, is the most difficult, I guess, generally speaking. But think about this concept. Think about the fact that none of them is necessarily more intense than the other. What, where the intensity is born is actually in your intent and your effort. Okay, so even if you're doing the most basic of the three, but it it's difficult for you, but you're a beginner. It's appropriate. It is it is appropriately difficult for your experience and skill level. Then you are going to experience that that pose as just as intense as the most advanced person in the room trying the most advanced version of the pose. Okay, like seriously, the the area in my life that I've had to explain this concept the most is when I get telling my story, right? I get telling my story about where I come from, about my biological parents, about being poor, being homeless, being, you know, in and out of foster homes and then eventually adopted by a foster family and then my brother dies and then my my twin brother goes to prison and then um, and then I go to prison and and then I come home and I have to start over from nothing and and rebuild my life. People say, "Oh my god, you know, you've been through so much. You're so inspiring. You know, uh, I, I've been through some things too, but it's nothing compared to what you've been through. I hate it when people don't, don't guys, don't ever say that to me. Okay. What you've been through is legitimate. Don't, don't, don't invalidate the, the experiences that you've had that have taught you everything that you know. Okay. They're not any less valid and they're also not any less your trauma your traumatizing experiences, guess what? I know this is hard to wrap your mind around, but they're equally as traumatic to you as my traumatizing experiences were to me. Like, think about that. Okay, I, asked, I, I used to love asking this question. Like, hey, what's the hardest thing you've ever been through in your life? I, if, if we get to know each other and we're on a personal level, this question will come. But you know, I ask, I, I'll ask people that are in my life, what's the hardest thing you've ever been through in your life? And, and sometimes, one time I got this answer, okay? And the hardest thing is a friend, a very good friend of mine, for real, a very good friend of mine. And, and I could tell that right when we got into it, she was uncomfortable sharing with me. She was already invalidating, you know, her own experiences because she knows my story. And she answered, she told me that the hardest thing she'd ever been through in her life was she witnessed you know, her family in this big fight where her brother 
um, her brother and her dad got into a physical altercation. Like they got into a fight pretty much. And then since then, like the family hasn't been the same, you know, the brother and the dad, they don't have a relationship like the, you know, it's just, it's just, it put everybody in a bad situation. Okay. And, and I could tell that she was almost ashamed that that was the hardest thing that she'd ever been through in her life. But I could also tell that that experience literally changed her. It changed her. It affected her life in a drastic way. Okay. And so my point here is that, that, that to me, you know, I hate to say it, but that to me was like a weekly thing. You know, when I was growing up, physical altercations among family members, like me and my brothers, me and my parents, me and my, like, you know, it's, it's not okay. I mean, it's part of why, probably why I'm fucked up today. Okay. But that was a regular thing to me for somebody to tell me and be dead serious. That that's the hardest thing that they've ever been through in their life was witnessing their family members in a physical altercation together. Okay. It, you're, you're tempted to write that off. And be like, man, well, that's nothing. You ain't never been through shit. It's not true. That experience was equally as traumatic for her as me losing my brother. Okay, my brother died. And her brother was exiled from their family. And she experienced it. And, and it hurt her. Um, it hurt her just as much as losing my brother hurt me. And, I'm, and I believe that with my whole heart. Okay, so th there's this, this thing that we do where we don't really give ourselves grace in life, okay? So going back to the yoga instructor that said, you know, none of these, none of these options are, is necessarily more intense than, than the others, okay? It's about what's best for you. It's about where you're at currently. I think we, we, we're so quick to write ourselves off and we have this aversion to being bad or to being um, inadequate or the, the comparison game in life, it can just... It can set us up to, to live within parameters, you know, to limit ourselves, to place limitations on ourselves. Because I look around the room and I, and I see that most of the room is on the second or the third progression of this movement. And I'm the only one sitting here trying to, you know, struggling to struggling to get into the first option, right? The, 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 the most basic option. Well, it's so easy for us in that moment to look around and be like, you know what? I don't belong in this room and then never come back and then quit. Okay. And, and, and in life, like you're never, you're never, ever, ever going to be able to live and experience life in its most richest form if you're not willing to be bad at something if you're not willing to try new things if you're not willing to get uncomfortable if we're constantly avoiding things that we're bad at things that are uncomfortable things that are new to us well then how we're i mean that's it we're, we're literally foregoing the opportunity we have to adventure to explore to show up and to live um and and it was just you know it's just something that i was thinking about on my way home, it's like if, if, like when I first started meditating, when I first started meditating, it was hard. Like it was so hard. Like guys, I'm like, if you've ever tried to meditate, then you probably, you probably get this, but we all know, I think, I think it's almost common knowledge. If it's not common knowledge, we've all at least heard it. Okay. It's been implied, but we all know that meditation is good for you. It's a healthy practice. 
And honestly, it probably only, like in order to get a lot out of meditation, it probably only requires 15 minutes a day. I mean, of course, there's a lot of people that go beyond that. 30 minutes a day, an hour a day would be ideal. But even if you had 15 minutes a day, you could benefit greatly from meditation, from regular meditation. And I would, I would probably guess that most people have at least tried to meditate at least once in their life, okay? And you know what they discovered? They discovered the same thing that I fucking discovered the first time I tried to meditate. It is so hard. It is so difficult to meditate, to get into a, a meditative mindset. It, it, it just is. Like you, you try, you close your eyes, you steady your breathing, you sit up straight. And I mean, it's like your mind is fighting against you. It starts racing faster than it's than it's raced all day long, okay? You're thinking about lunch. You're thinking about what your dad said to you three years ago. You're thinking thought, 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 thought. And you're like, man, I thought the, the point of meditation was to calm, was to clear my mind. There's, there's a, it, I, it probably took me, it probably took me at least a month of trying in order to maintain 30 seconds of clarity, of mental clarity in a meditation, like for real, like, like no thoughts, just being able to think nothing, like think nothing, darkness. Um, and that's what I would do. A lot of times I would close my eyes and focus on the darkness behind my eyelids. And it probably took me a whole month to get 30 seconds of darkness with no thoughts, with no, with no conscious thoughts interrupting the darkness. Okay. So when I first started meditating, it was uncomfortable, it was difficult, and I was terrible at it. But but you can never reap the benefits of meditation if you don't get through that part. When I first started yoga, guys, if you've ever done yoga, you know yoga is difficult, okay? It is physically challenging, it's mentally challenging. Like, even just breathing through yoga is difficult. You feel like you're like about to suffocate sometimes, like you're holding your breath, you're trying to steady your breathing and sync your breathing with your movement, and it's just, it is so hard, okay? But you don't benefit from doing yoga by doing it one time. You, you benefit by doing it over and over and over again and progressively getting better, okay? And I think that in general, in life, we have this aversion to being bad at things, to trying new things and to getting uncomfortable. And it's just, it's, you know, it's extremely limiting. It really is. It, it, we do it to ourselves, but because we have this natural tendency, a lot of times we're never able to, again, like I said earlier, live and experience life in its, in its richest form. We're never able to discover things that we could potentially be passionate about. We're never able, um, you know, we're never able to evolve. We get stuck in this, in this rut of doing the things that we've always done, of being the person that we've always been. And how do you grow when that's your when that's your everyday and that's your mentality and that's your that's your net natural tendency right so just be mindful like just just be mindful of of that comparison game of playing the comparison game don't look around and see where everybody else is at understand that it's okay in fact it's not it's not just okay it's good it's good to have to go through the building, the growing, the learning phases of any new venture. Like it really is. Like that's a lot of times, you know, that's that's where you be, where you benefit the most is having to go through the hardest part of the process. 
And it's like, you know, in life, no matter what it is, whether it's meditation, whether it's yoga, whether it's a new skill or hobby, whether it's a new career, you know, I think we, we, we live in this, um, we live in this mindset of almost, uh, almost like everything has a, has a deadline. Like we, we operate as if, as if there's a deadline for everything, as if I have to be good at yoga by tomorrow. I have to be a master at meditation by next week. You know, like I have to be uh, the top performing person in my department or in my company by the end of the year. And if I'm not, then I'm a failure and then I quit, right? Like I think that, I, I seriously think, if, and think about it, I think most of you would agree with me, but I think most of us, knowingly or unknowingly, we operate that way. We try a new thing and if we're not good at it by you know, within whatever reasonable or length of time that we think is reasonable, well, then we give up on the thing and, and we, we write ourselves off as we failed, as we failed. We, oh, I wasn't good at that. I'm not good at that. So I don't do that. But it's like, who, who's to say how long it quote unquote should take us to become good at something, right? Like, and, and the reality is there is no deadline. None of us know what day is going to be our last day. And so the best thing that we can do for ourselves is show up every single day and with the intent of just building upon the progress that we were able to make yesterday. The best that we can do is show up one day at a time and build upon everything that we've done up until this point. And, and, and if we did that, like if we did that with every single thing in our lives, like, like I was just out on a walk, like literally right before this, I was outside walking and I was just thinking about how, like how you can really structure your day in a way that, that you only spend time doing things that move you forward. You can, you can, you know, you can, you can stack productivity on top of productivity on top of productivity on top of productivity like you can wake up you know and 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 let's say like what I do I wake up you know I drink my cup of coffee I journal I'll read I'll pray you know and then what and then maybe I'll go for a walk right I'll go for a walk I come back um, you know I knock out some work all right I start I start working like like even my point I guess is that even the things that I do for me, even the things that I do for quote unquote enjoyment, for, for leisure, like leisure activities, even those things are productive for me. Taking a walk, reading a book, journaling, recording a podcast. These are things that I love, I enjoy doing, but you know what? In the long run, they may benefit me too, but they're, they're not gonna benefit me today. Like this podcast, recording this podcast, it doesn't benefit me today. But it helps me get better. It helps me get more comfortable in front of the microphone. It, it helps me connect with and inspire more people. Like it, it's going to help. And cumulatively, right? One day there may be a there may come a day where I record a podcast and every single episode I put out gets 10 million downloads, right? I mean, I mean it's possible, right? Joe Rogan gets 11 million an episode. I'm not sure he ever you know, he ever imagined that he'd get to that point. I mean, Joe Rogan's podcast, more people listen to every single episode of his podcast than watch the news in America. Okay, you could put Fox News and CNN together and Joe Rogan still gets more listens than their combined viewership. Okay, he never imagined it would get to that point. Okay, same thing with meditation. 
All right. If I want to become a master at meditation or anything or yoga, if I want to become the best uh, salesperson in my company, if I want to become the best company in my field or in, or in my industry, right? It, it, it's it's yes, time time plays this magical role. Okay, but consistently showing up, it's the cumulative effect of productive and effective actions that eventually allow for us to, or for, for those efforts to bear fruit. All right. And, and, and so when I was out on my walk and I'm thinking, man, I wonder if I could structure my whole day around behaviors and activities that serve me. And then furthermore, right, if I quit with this comparison game, if I quit looking at what other people have done or achieved, and I just started focusing on what I'm trying to do and achieve, and if I understood that there's no other way to get there, there's no other way to create the life that I really want and that I think that I can have for myself other than showing up one day at a time and continuing to build upon the productive things that I did yesterday. There's no other way to do it. If I understand that, then it's one, one, it's inevitable. It's inevitable that you win. It is inevitable. Nobody can, nobody can take it from you. If you show up and you work toward achieving it every single day, it's going to happen, especially if you dedicate significant amount of time, energy, and effort to it, not the bare minimum, but you're really trying. Um, but anyway, guys, you know, that, that's really what I got for you guys today. I it just, I know I just rambled, but you know, the truth is I just had that on my mind. I think that, I think that the comparison game that we play, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, it does, it just, it, 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 it creates a scenario where we just, where we, we place these limitations on ourselves because we're not quite as advanced or as well-versed or as skilled or talented at as somebody else that we've witnessed and 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 then we write ourselves off we we live with this deadline mentality as if we need to be we need to be proficient in x by this date and if we're not then we fail and we give up and then we start over trying to learn something new we need to be i need to be a meditation master by next week i need to be good at yoga by next week i need to be the top salesperson in my company by the end of the year and and if you're not right you, you and these are just we don't even consciously do this this is just like a this is an an unconscious parameter that we set for ourselves and then when we don't when we don't live up to it when we're not the top salesperson by the end of the year when we're not you know a master at meditation by next week okay we get down on ourselves we write ourselves off instead of giving ourselves grace and allowing for the secret ingredient time 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 and consistency allowing for those two things to come together to do the to work their magic and allow for us to 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 see the fruit of all of our labor so keep that in mind you know, keep that in mind and, and, and think about it because these two concepts, they apply to every single area of your life. Okay. Every single area of your life. Um, if you want to get in shape, guys, one work, you're not going to do one workout and get in shape. It's about the cumulative effect of all the workouts that leads to you having the, you know, looking and feeling the way that you've always wanted to. Okay. You don't accumulate wealth with one transaction with one paycheck. It's the cumulative effect of all of your hard work bearing fruit over time. And then one day you wake up and you're wealthy. Okay. Um, same thing. Okay. Same, 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 same in almost every area of your life. All right. Stop playing the comparison game. Understand that, that intensity and trauma, those things are, are person to person. They're relative to the person. 
you experience them the same way that anybody else experiences them, even if your experiences are different, okay? So give yourself some grace. Stop, stop, stop acting like you need, to be, you need to have it all figured out and that if you don't, it's not even worth trying because I promise you it is worth trying. Life is worth living. It's worth adventuring. It's worth trying new things. It's worth getting uncomfortable because eventually you're comfortable doing those things that once upon a time you were uncomfortable doing. And that's where growth comes, all right? So that's all I had for you guys today. I appreciate you. I hope that you guys, uh, you know, have a good day. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And, and if you did, please, you know, give it a share. 